Hey, Bridgetown and all of you listening online, John Mark Comer here from Portland, Oregon. Welcome to the Bridgetown Daily for Friday, January 1st. Yes, brothers and sisters, drum roll, the rumors are true. The Daily is back by popular demand. Our intention is to run the daily for the next few months until, God willing, and none of us know for sure, but God willing, we are back together again. I don't know, by March or April or May, who knows? We are still waiting. The aim of the daily, if you were around in the spring, is not to deliver more content per se, but is to ground you in the presence and the peace of God in a time of social isolation and fear and to do our best to pastor you ad hoc over the internet because we love you and we care about you. And far more than us does the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Today is January 1st. It is the new year. It is 2021 and never has January 1 felt so good. Never has living through the end of a year felt like a gift of God in the same way. I woke up this morning just very grateful. Today is also Friday in the week, which is the lead up to Sabbath. The Jewish Sabbath starts Friday evening at sundown, and the Christian Sabbath is on Sunday. Either way, however, or whenever you practice Sabbath, or if you are new to that practice, we are nearing the day that the people of God have long set aside for millennia now, since before the time of Christ, the day that the followers of God have set aside not only for rest, to sleep and you know, eat and have some quiet and some downtime or time with family and friends, but more than that, for worship. In the language of Exodus, a holy Sabbath to the Lord, meaning an entire day that is set aside and dedicated hour upon hour over to God. And the combination of the new year and Sabbath in just a few hours has me thinking about Genesis 1, the story of the first day of creation. Whether you read Genesis 1 in a literal day, uh, literal sense as in 24 hours, or a more archetypal sense, listen to Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to 5. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and there was evening, and there was morning the first day. Notice, there was evening, and there was morning. Not, there was morning and there was evening. In biblical theology and in Jewish culture after the fact, the day starts at sundown. I think of the day as starting when I wake up in the morning at, you know, 6 or whatever time. It's a, Tomorrow's a day off, so not at 6 a.m. tomorrow. But I think of it as starting kind of at when I wake up or, you know, by the Western calendar at 12.01 a.m. Click over on my iPhone to the next date. But in Genesis, the day starts at night. Then listen to the end of the story, Genesis chapter 2, verse 2 and 3. Thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. 
By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it, he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. The Sabbath, in the story, is both the beginning and the end of the week. It's both the climax that the entire week was building up to, and it's the fresh start, that great feeling of, okay, deep breath, sleep in my body now, we're ready for a new week. So in Genesis 1, pay close attention, the day starts with night and the week starts with Sabbath. Or put another way, the day starts with sleep and the week starts with rest. Now think about that at a theological level. Eugene Peterson in his commentary on Genesis 1 at one point said, it's as if God was teaching justification by grace through faith from page one of the Bible. There is a literary clue here that as we move into a new day or a new week, or in our case today, into a new year, I think the idea is that we live and we work and we have our being from a place of rest and not just rest for our body. We can get that from an Ambien pill and earplugs and an expensive mattress, but rest for our souls in the language of Jesus later in the gospel of Matthew. This sense that we are at peace with God because of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. And not just at peace with God, but under God's favor that God has become our father. We have been adopted into his family through Jesus and have become sons and daughters and family. And we're not alone. The father is with us by the spirit. The family of God or the church is all around us. And there is good in our life from the hand of God. And we have hope for a better tomorrow upon Jesus' return. And that Jesus will even drag hope from that future into our presence, and he's with us in the waiting. As has been said before, we work from God's love, not for it. From rest, not for it. From a sense that God's pleasure and favor and delight is over us as we are in Christ. As Paul put it, our life is hidden with Christ in God. As Jesus put it, we are in Christ and Christ is in the Father. We work from that place, not for that place. Most years, people make New Year's resolutions on January 1st. In the Comer House, we make New Year's de-resolutions, meaning we make a list of things to stop doing, not start doing, to cut out, not add in, in our kind of ongoing war against hurry and chronic exhaustion and for a soul at rest. But whatever you cut out or add in today, whatever your thing is, the invitation is of 2021 is the same as it was in 2020 and 2019 and 2018, the same as it has always been in Jesus to rest in him and to receive all of your life as a gift. How aware are we after 2020 of all the things we take for granted? The fact that I woke up this morning and I'm breathing and my lungs are clear, all of that is gift of God, that I'm alive, that people I love are around me and with me and alive. Not all of us can say that today. That is gift. 
And now we get to go out and do our work, not from a place of grasping for control or working for God's love, but from a place of resting in God's love and receiving all of the good as gift from his compassionate hand. So let's just take a moment now to end. Whatever you're doing, if you're walking your dog to the park or shaving to get ready for your first Zoom meeting or on the road driving to work or getting ready for class or just watching over your kids while you eat breakfast, whatever you're doing right now, I invite you just to pause. Take a few very deep breaths. See if you can slow your breathing down and your body down. Start with your kind of external physical sense and see if you can let that translate into your more internal, more spiritual sense. Just slow yourself down to the pace of love, the pace of the Spirit of God. Breathe in His love. Breathe out hurry and fear and agitation and grasping and entitlement. By you to open your hands up if you want. It's just a way of saying, God, I receive. Palms up, hands open wide. Receive my life before you and the year set ahead of me. Whatever comes, good or bad, I receive it as a gift. And now I invite you actually just to take your hands. You're an embodied creature. Let's pray with our body. And if your hands right now are kind of palms up, I invite you just to turn them over, palms down. It's a way of praying with your body and just yield over the illusion of control to God. Just surrender your will. Just say, God, I want to want what you want for my life or in Jesus' language, not my will, but yours be done. Or as Mary said in the Christmas story, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me according to your word. Live in the freedom of what Ignatius called indifference, of just you're not grasping for control and just accept the reality of your life, your day, your body, your situation, our cultural moment, just accept what is from a place of serenity and peace and rest in God. And just draw near to God right now. In your mind, in your heart, Draw near to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, the Trinitarian community of self-giving love and joy and peace that are not only all around you, but are in you. Find that deep center in your being where you are the branch and Jesus is the vine. Where you're not even sure who's who anymore. Where you stop and Jesus begins because of intimacy by the Spirit. Just abide, dwell, rest. Peace be upon you in 2021 and beyond.